0: Today we are singing one of the earliest hymns from the time of the Lutheran Reformation. It was written about 500 years ago by Martin Luther. It clearly speaks God's law and God's gospel. It focuses our hope and our certainty of salvation on the work of Christ our Savior. The opening stanza we just sang takes ideas and thoughts from the Psalms and from the New Testament. God delivers us by his strong right arm. He does wonders and miracles for our salvation, even greater than the, miracle, the miracles he used to deliver Israel out of Egypt. These are the wonders that the Christian church proclaims from the first Pentecost onward. On that first Pentecost day, 2,000 years ago, Those who heard the apostles preaching in many languages said, we hear them speak in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. We sing stanzas two and three. If anyone knew torment of conscience, it was Martin Luther. You hear his anguish in these stanzas. He was afraid of God. He tried to earn God's favor by becoming a monk, by doing all kinds of good works, by praying without ceasing, and by fasting to the point that he ravaged his body and yet his conscience still plagued him with his sinful thoughts, his sinful words, and his sinful deeds. He spent hours and hours confessing his sins. But the scriptures were open to him when he began to understand the words of the Psalms and the Book of Romans and the idea that the righteousness of God, the righteousness and justice of God not as something demanded of us that we must do, but as a free gift given to us through faith in Christ, who earned God's righteousness for us. As Paul says in Romans, therefore we conclude that a man is justified, made righteous, declared righteous by faith, apart from the deeds of the law. We sing stanzas four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. these stanzas give us an imagined conversation within the Holy Trinity. The work of our salvation is not simply the work of Jesus, but the work of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father sends his Son as the best Christmas gift we could ever imagine. The Son becomes our brother, takes on our human flesh except without sin, so that he might live a perfect and holy life in our place and die to pay for the penalty of our sins. And the Holy Spirit comes and proclaims this truth through word and sacraments, bringing faith and salvation to all who believe through the word and sacraments that we might have eternal life. For he says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son and he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. The hymn continues with an imagined conversation from Christ to us, to us as his believers, his dear people. We sing stanzas seven and eight. This week in the church is called cantate, after the Latin word for singing. Singing God's praise goes back to the creation itself when scripture tells us the morning stars sang together at the creation of the world. And we remember that the angels sang when Jesus was born. Paul sang hymns when he was imprisoned for his Christian faith. And the book of Revelation describes the church in heaven singing the wondrous works of God. St. Augustine says, to sing is to pray twice. As early as 1516, when the gospel was becoming clear to Martin Luther, he wrote to one of his friends about the joy of the gospel and how we should sing this praise of God. Therefore my dear brother learn to know Jesus Christ as the crucified one learn to sing praises unto him and as you despair concerning yourself say unto the lord thou lord jesus art my righteousness but i am thy sin thou hast taken my condition upon thyself and given me thine thou hast taken upon thyself what i was and given me that which I was not. This great exchange is the heart of the gospel. Christ takes on our sin. Christ gives us his sinlessness. Therefore, we have forgiveness, life, and salvation. And that is why we can sing and rejoice in the wondrous works of God, the work of our salvation, the work of our eternal life. May we always sing the praise of God for his wondrous work of salvation and eternal life. Let us stand and sing stanzas 9 and 10. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.